I've got that opportunity and now you don't have to be a gay gym or an LGBT group to come into a gym and train. These lot ain't gay, these lot ain't trans. They've all welcomed me, they've, they've developed me as a fighter. As a trans person, it's impossible. It's actually in the rules. Um, Steve tried to speak to Harry and just tried to say if there was, uh, not uh, a way in, but just if there was a way we could conversate with people. And we didn't push because I'm not here to be like, oh, you're a trans hater. I'm, it's not about that for me. It's just about rules, following them, finding a way around it. Can you go pro as a trans male? What, what's the rules? Um, to be honest, I don't even know, mate. I, I, I just live as a normal geezer. So I think white collar is probably the best thing yeah. currently. Yeah, yeah. yeah the awareness and get the community. Yeah, yeah. I'm just enjoying it. The only thing I can say about being trans is I wanted to box my whole life. Even as a little kid, we all have a dream. I was always running around the house thinking that I could box when I, I couldn't box. I've never been in the gym. Um, I grew up and obviously I, I didn't look like how I look now. I looked like a girl, I had tits. I, <laughs> I, I was a girl and, uh, well, I wasn't, but I looked like a girl. And for me to go in the gym, I knew that I would have to fight girls. And I didn't want to do that, so I avoided it. Now. I've got the opportunity now because of Steve, because of Ian Wilson, because of Adam Bailey at MTK Fort Ventura before it changed to Bailey's gym. Um, I've got that opportunity and now you don't have to be a gay gym or an LGBT group to come into a gym and train. These lot ain't gay. These lot ain't trans. They've all welcomed me. They've, they've developed me as a fighter. And now I think we're... it's more in, in terms of competition, it's yeah. really tough because your box is new. Yeah. You, you've got, oh, yeah. and obviously you're going to be the pioneer now of yeah. trans boxing, and I'm sure in other sports you don't really see transgender groups. No, so no. you see a lot of uh, shame and hate on maybe a guy born as a guy that's turned female yeah, yeah. Uh, fighting against women, yeah. for example, and it's yeah. horrendous because they've got the, the genetic advantage. Mm. Body you, structure, yeah, genes. You, you've got the complete disadvantage. Well... Uh, being being born as a female genetically, I've got to play catch up, and I yeah, yeah and yeah. and um, not having your own box like you said with Australia falling through, it must be so tough when you want to compete. You're not trying to have the edge on someone. Yeah. You just want to be a part of the sport I just really enjoy in your it. own in your own competition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what you're doing now with the communities bringing it together. Uh, it's like women's boxing 10 yeah, years ago, that's what I mean. how that's nothing, grown. Yeah. Look you know, how much it's developed now. I've got yeah. a friend that was actually a pioneer of women's boxing, Jamie Johnson, um, who's actually trans like me, was called oh, Jane. Okay. Um, women's boxing weren't a thing, was it, Steve, before? Um, Jamie went and done the London underground boxing circuit, went to America in the end, just because it was so, women's boxing was bigger there. Um, ended up in Buddy McGurk's gym, was a proper pioneer of women's boxing. And that's another person I've got to support me, to guide me, and, and to give me that, uh, that drive, because there will be change. Because look at, the, like you say, the women's boxing now is getting massive. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. massive. Yeah, well, it? I, I can remember when, when I had Ian Napa, he, he boxed England versus America. And afterwards, I was sitting talking to one of the American managers, and he was saying, "You want to?" You know, he was saying to me, "Open up a girls' section. Open up. It's going to be big. It might yeah. take 10, 20 years, but it's going to be massive." Yeah. Now look at next week. Yeah, yeah. Probably one of the. You know, I'm not being fair. For me, next week was was more exciting than if tonight had gone ahead. I, I, yeah, I'm yeah. really looking forward. You've got two people who genuinely 
hate each other, don't yeah, they? There's yeah, proper yeah. vengeance there. Should we talk about that for a minute? Yeah. yeah. Caressa yeah. Shield, Savannah yeah. Marshall. Yeah. Um, the grudge that they had in the amateurs. Yeah, that's right. Um, like, Savannah Marshall's got knockout power, which you don't always see in female boxing. Yeah. No. And then Caressa Shields is just an animal. She puts yeah. it on yeah. people, yeah. Yeah. combination punches. She's got an engine. Yeah. Um, what do you think is going to go ahead? Like, obviously it was delayed, you wasn't know. it? Yeah, it was clean. delayed, but, you know, my heart, Wants Savannah to win. I just think, yeah, yeah, but yeah. she's got that calm. She's got the calmness, doesn't she? She knows how to what. She knows how to press the buttons to yeah, get yeah, to get yeah. her she's going. Funny, she's funny. She's, she's got. She's got yeah, yeah, they're great. It? And she's got the punch that can that can can Change take fight. take yeah. someone out. You know, um, she's a serious fighter. And then you've got the other one. You know, she just wants revenge, doesn't she? She and now is 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 that revenge gonna? become negative is it going to drain her go in is, is it, it going to drain her go go into into before she gets there i, just, I, I think it's the opposite fighter fight I, her out yeah i think clarissa shields though she she's she calls herself the quote right yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. she is probably the biggest talent oh, out yeah. there she, she's yeah, up there with sort of katie taylor yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah it just depends on because she's quite aggressive mm. when you look at the styles all it takes is Savannah marshall time in a hook yeah or a right hand left yeah all it takes is that and all of a sudden, is she going to shy off? Is she I not going to box the same? I is, think is, is it the red mist? Yeah, Are they the going to both mist. be just having it? Yeah, that's what I worry is the red mist will take over. Yeah. And when the red mist takes over, you lose your shape, you your lose composure. your composure. Mm. And then that's when she'll hit her. Yeah. I hope that's not the case because yeah. they are professionals. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. it's cool. Yeah, yeah. no, of but course. Good luck to both she of just them presses the them, She just presses them buttons, doesn't she? And I say, I'm really looking forward to it. And, you know, would we have said that two years, five years? Well, I don't know, probably I've, two years ago, yeah. I, okay. I've boxed women in the gym for, for many years and, yeah. like, their technique, and it's no different to boxing a man, really. And and I've always appreciated it. There's been some good girls in the gym. Yeah. I spoke about Ebony, uh, Ebony Jones. Um, she was a harp. She beat me up. Uh, yeah, she, got yeah, she was good. Um, she's yeah. fighting on the undercard of that. Yeah. Um, but... The only thing I find weird that we could talk about is the two-minute rounds still. Mm. It keeps sort of the amateur style yeah, it does. Yeah. where they're rushed in the rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if they had the extra minute, you're probably going to see maybe more knockouts, a bit more time, a little yeah. bit more professional yeah. manners, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. you don't get in. You know, but I've always said some of the best fights in the amateurs, you know, it's, I, I, I've viewed some uh, Met Police finals. Some of them have been the best fights have been the girls. Steve's got because a the the the, the um, te technically, I've seen them where they won't. They just won't give ground. Some of them, they just stand there, and it's not just bags at twenty paces. It's proper technical, relentless boxing. pressure. Yeah, yeah, pressure. Yeah. You know, I had a, I had a girl. I can't remember her name now. She was she was a PCSO. She came to me. I mentioned police championships. Can you train me? Y yeah. She was an ex England rugby hooker. And I thought, oh, I'll have a little bit of a move around with her like that. Perfect. And she went, bang. Like, oh, no, I can't, like, you can't I can't mess up. I've got to let you have a little dig back sort of thing because I can't, <laughs> I just can't let you just come at me because you are thumping these shots in. Yeah. And she didn't, she just thought sparring and that was that. And I thought, mm -hmm. I said to my dad, oh, help me out in the corner. This won't, this is not going to last for, you know, around. I said, you know, we get to the way in, there's this other, you know, Officers weighing in, little pigtails on, and I sort of looked and I thought, oh, you just don't know what you're like. What you're dealing well, with, yeah. it ended up a bloodbath. Uh, they, they just stood there. I had so much, not just admiration for both of them, but so much admiration for the other girl because 
I'd taken some of her shots and they were proper full-blown wax. And this girl yeah. was taking them and giving them back. Yeah. And it was it was one of the best fights I'd been involved in. And, you know, that was just like Met Police <laughs> London Championship. <laughs> They're the best, though, especially with yeah. that personal touch yeah. and, and you know them on a personal level. Yeah. I, that's why I love the amateur scene. Um, I, I feel like the amount of women fights that have been out there the levels though jump oh yeah so yeah. you'll go from a novice female that's had maybe up to 10 bouts and then all of a sudden you've got someone that is technically gifted the, yeah. the 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 intermediate section of female boxing is not really there yeah um so that's the only downfall but also that's because of their playing catch up with men's yeah. boxing yeah, that's right yeah. and, and yeah. it's good to say though it's good to say everyone in it just being uh accounted for well not accounted for supported mm -hmm. more than anything so yeah. what got you into boxing when did you actually start going to the gym and mm. uh, i started boxing initially like i said it was a it was a dream to me as a kid never done it had a couple of one-to-ones when i was little didn't really have the money um and then uh i got into support work i had a bit of a funny life change i was in prison 13 times by the time mm. i was 25 and, and why I was that What's that, mate? Why was that? Uh, just I was just a lost kid, mate. To so be honest, girl. I was so lost. Yeah, I was just a <laughs> stroppy little girl. <laughs> no, no, I um, I had a lot to deal with as a as a young person. I think I, a lot of people do home life, me mum and dad, things at home. I see a lot too soon, and uh, it just sent me a bit wild. But after that, um, I come out the other side, and I thought I could put so much more into the world. Then this, I started support work. This is how I got into the boxing. Um, I see a white collar um, thing promoted on Instagram uh, from Pride Boxing UK. And it was like an eight week thing where you raise funds for the underage LGBT homeless. So it's like kids that come out to their parents and for whatever religion or um, preferences they have, they've been kicked out. Um, so I went to this white collar thing Done the eight weeks training, loved it. It was a bit intense, but obviously, I'd, nothing worth doing is easy, I think, and I thrive off things like that. So I just done it. Um, How was the training? Yeah, it was well. It was good training. It was like an eight week thing. So it's like obviously the people that you put can't it together, really learn to box in eight well, weeks. That's the hardest no, part. No, I didn't learn nothing. I just, yeah. I just, I just learned that I could enter these spaces and I could have conversations with people that I might not have spoke to before. I was a bit feral growing up. Did it grow your confidence doing yeah, that? Yeah, this is what I mean. I learned, that's what I learned from it. I learned I can walk into these rooms, I can take part in activities that I might not have took part in before. Um, we done that, I met Kelly Maloney, she come in for a chat. Um, from then I got introduced to Jamie Rocky Johnson, the female boxing pioneer, who's now trans. Um, and I just carried on really. Um, and then actually, no, what it was, I see, um, I done that, didn't get to fight because COVID struck. And then um, scrolling through Insta, doing my daily scroll, and I see Tom Little announce a Billy Joe Saunders camp at uh, Fort Ventura, MTK, before it got shut down. And uh, I thought, obviously, I'd not done nothing before. I just had it all in here. I just thought, oh, I just had it in my heart. And, he was like, so many spaces available, blah, blah, blah. So I've just entered, I thought, fuck it, I've got to enter. I knew I was trans, obviously, I'd know more than anyone. And I thought, do I enter or don't I? Because obviously it's like, a pro, it's like a pro gym, pro camp. So I'd done it anyway, and then I reached out to him. Oh no, 
someone I know knew him and was like, Dan, he went, these lot are like proper boys, like, you're going to go over there, like, are you sure you're going to be all right, sort of thing. I went, yeah, I'll be sweet, like, sink or swim. So I've gone over there. No, so I went, I booked to go over and uh, one of my pals from Tenerife messaged uh, Adam Bailey and was like, look, you've got someone coming over this trans. Um, is it all right still, sort of thing? And they just went, yeah. He went, don't worry. He went, he'll get punched in the face like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I just felt really emotional about it, to be honest, because obviously, again, who am I? Like, I was no one. I was, I, I'd not done any white, I'd not even had a white collar fight. Um, but I went to the camp, met Tom Little, trained at the camp with all the boys. Some of them were like, done the ABA. Some of them were right good. Um, John Dove, you have to look out for him. Mm. He's going to go pro soon. Um, Scott Inch, Scotland, heavyweight is great. But these boys really helped me. Um, and then I come home and then I thought, no, I want to go back to the camp. So I went back to How the camp. How long was the camp? Uh, I think it was only 12 days or something, the first one. And then I come back, made pals with Adam Bailey, who owns the gym. It's now Bailey's gym. It's a wicked, wicked gym. Um, and I said, Ed, like, I don't want to go home and not and not keep doing what we're doing because I felt like I was getting it. I was learning the trade, you know what I mean? I was learning to dance and I didn't want to stop. Um, and then he got me on the phone to Warren Barnes, who uh, trains at Sparta. And uh, I went straight down there, it's in Chinkford. Um, as soon as I walked through the door, they just grabbed hold of me. Ian Wilson, Steve grabbed hold of me and just treated me like one of the boys. And then from that moment, I've been training for what, seven months straight? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. I just thought he was a boy just yeah all of them first, did at first apart first, from ian yeah that just it was just ian that knew so steve he said i'll jump up. jump in and just have a move around with him and steve, i couldn't Steve's work out why he kept squealing every time i went near him <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like because i was at first it was like it was so new to me I, I was all right on the pads and that like everyone's all right on the fucking pads and that but it was it's so completely that, different when yeah, you are sparring. Yeah, and when you got was... someone standing in front of you for the first time, I thought, fucking hell, he's about seven foot tall. <laughs> and then I got in, I didn't know Steve was Steve either. I just thought he was he was just someone training in the gym. And I thought, come on then. And then I got in and he started like throwing his jabs out and I was like running away almost. It was like, you know, like when you, you're cooking food or something and you burn your hand on the hob, automatically your hand pulls back, didn't it? Because your mm. body don't want to be burnt. You're like, no. And that's what my whole body was doing with Steve. I was like, fuck off. Kept that, that's a natural human yeah, reaction. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's, it takes so long to condition it, yeah. to take punches. And, it, and we're there now, aren't we? We've, we're past that now, but it, it was, it's been fun and it, we've had a laugh. And how, how long did it take for you to get used to sparring and being conditioned to taking shots? It didn't shots? happen overnight. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I would say the past month really is where you've really been Yeah, turning into a fight. You know, with we're, we're now at the point where I can say, I'll jump him. Instead of thinking, oh, is, he all right? is he all right with him? <laughs> I, I can now say, I'll jump in with him. Yeah, and I'm all right now. Okay. But that, that's the same with anyone. Yeah, anyway, it, it's it, no it, takes, it, it took that's... me, I jumped in a fight yeah. after three months yeah. of yeah. never stepping foot in the gym. It was a big mistake anyway, but yeah. I thought, let's, let's have you a go. You get excited, mate, yeah. don't you? Yeah. It's what you're yeah. there for. You're not going to turn it down, fight yeah. in front of your home crowd, family turn up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it does take a long time yeah. just to... So that was a similar and... thing to me. I was thinking I was in the gym two days and Ian went, he knew how much I wanted it. He knew how much I wanted it. And, he's, and he does this every day when he sees boxers every day and he can see who wants it and who don't. And he, he sort of went, right, he went, do you want to fight? And I went, yeah. And he went, this is two days. I've been in the gym two days. And he went, you're fighting. He went, you're fighting on the 10th of February and that's my first fight. 
And it was brilliant, wasn't it? We had a laugh. I, I got to have a move around. He didn't pair me up yeah, with someone. I'll be honest, I'm mm. not here to, to sell anyone a load of bollocks. But, yeah, but no. then also people understand that we're not all world champions. We that's are right. all it's at our own level. Yeah, and, and that to you is just as big as someone else anyway. Oh, it's mental right. world. It's, mental world. You know, sweet. people progress and it's their, they get to it. It's, their world, it's the equivalent of their own world title, isn't it? It's all about achievements. And just building. Yeah, that's right. And, and what I like about training Dan... He's like a sponge. He does absorb the, what you teach him. You actually see him try to put it into play. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing worse than going through this and, and seeing this person do the same thing, same thing. Dan is he's really, it's like that. He's moving up, moving yourself, up. i mate. You know, I, I, um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And it's fun. It's fun. And, and for me, training, training him, watching him progress... It's it's good. It shows that you know because we we it's had a, a spar yesterday. It's good we, we sparred yesterday, and he, he he called me a couple of times, and he went, oh, "I'm really sorry." And I said, "No, that shows I'm teaching you. You know, As you have fight. when I don't get in with you. <laughs> that's when you know I've really done a, that's a really good well. job. You know, when I think no, you spar with someone else, not me. And yeah, he called me a couple of times yesterday. It was it was a good good session and he stood his ground whereas before I'm normally having to say he stood his ground yeah, and right. we, had a, we had a bit of fun in the centre of the ring but and, yeah we do we have a laugh we have a laugh I get caught I do get caught and I'm no. gonna it's, we, you don't swim are, without are you there every wet. day pretty yeah. much yeah every, yeah. Day, every single day apart from when I get told to have a rest because it's, <laughs> it's just as beneficial but it's like that what you said earlier when we were talking it's the, it's the environment that take, keeps taking me back. At first, I kept thinking, when I was sparring and that, it was one of the things where I was getting sparred and I was getting the ump with myself. And then I was thinking, like, do I even like boxing? You know, because like, I weren't getting, because I weren't on the better end of it. I kept thinking, oh, do I like it? Of course I like it. I love it. Like, I don't, I can't, I get these whacks and that. And then more and more I get them, I love it now. At first, I was a little bit like, oh, I've got it, Steve. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's part of it, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah the, the progression that you'll you'll make everyone no one's the finished article. No, you you no. look at people on the telly and you'll judge them by their last performance, but they're still learning themselves. And exactly. Joshua losing to Usyk, exactly. he's still learning. He yeah. picked it up at like eighteen. Yeah. So I think everyone's in their own lane. And the biggest problem of comparison nowadays for social media as well. Yeah. You see all these people that are really good. But they're probably looking at their phone at someone better than them. Yeah, yeah. Thinking, oh, why am I not that good as? So and that's like, it. that's the worst mindset yourself. you can have. You need to focus on you versus you. Yeah, and that's all, right. Every single time you get in the ring, you're a bit better. Yeah, that's all that matters. You just got to learn it. Is definitely. And and I say to Dan, the first few fights, half a dozen fights. Even if you lo lose them, you're learning. As long as you get out of that ring, I think, yeah, I should have done that. That's it's a learning curve mm -hmm. yeah. and it, it will be beneficial for you you know yeah it's great to win it's great to win but if you actually go you know you have boys go in bash knock them out knock them out knock them out what have they learned yeah they don't learn anything at all it's when you know we've got a lad at the gym bang he knocks them out and i keep saying to him one of these days you're going to hit someone with your best shot and they're going to grin at you yeah then, then, what, then, you what? then what then you what are you going to do then what are you going to do? Where's your plan B? You know, there is no plan B at the moment. And you've, you, you've, you know, you win some, lose some, as long as you come out and learn something. You know, my, my first fight, I, I hit the kid and he, and he wobbled and I just stood there. And then he shook his head and he came back at me. Yeah. I, and I did that twice and I lost. And I thought, if I'd have just landed, and I got out and I sat there and I thought, one more punch and I'd, well, I I'd have won yeah. this. Yeah. 
the, the next fight, I hit someone. The referee had to drag me off of him. I was, I was not going to stop punching that until either he was on the floor or the referee and the referee dragged me dragged me off of him. Sort of thing. Yeah, there's, there's uh, a really good saying, win or learn. Yeah. yeah. And the amateurs is all about that. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Um, unless you're a professional and yeah. your record's everything, as you know, like people shouldn't be that worried about losing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Of course you will. Deep down, your, your, your pride, your ego, the hmm. fear, that's what makes you better every day anyway. But... Yeah understanding that losing is fine the people that win like you say let's say you win your first 10 and then you lose some yeah. people might not be the same fighter again when they yeah. lose that confidence yeah, yeah. so it's good it's nice to, to have understand. a bit of balance isn't yeah. It? yeah 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 sorry no, that's yeah, right. yeah, no. so do you want to say a little bit about australia that fell through and um you sort of got taken a merry-go-round didn't you um yeah a little bit a little bit if i you think explain the event and right so what it was um from the white collar thing i've done i've got a lot of media coverage being trans um, a fella from Australia called Martin Stark um, created the World Gay Boxing Championships. Um, he reached out to me, he wanted me to be an ambassador, um, introduce it to the UK so people could go and have the opportunity to compete. And obviously I was of course going to say, yeah. Um, I said, yeah, this is two years ago. Um, I've worked as an ambassador, we've put groups on all over the UK. Um, obviously staying in touch with the fella constantly, weekly. Um, we had groups on, on uh, WhatsApp and all that. Uh, <clears throat> we'd done everything, I've done everything asked of me. Um, obviously I've got a background, a criminal background. That was a fight in itself, trying to get through the visa and the police checks and things like that. Australia is one of the hardest. Australia yeah. and the United States, it's very tough. Yeah, and, and I understand and I respect that. And we've done it, didn't we? We sorted it. Yeah, so still waiting to hear, aren't you? Still yeah. waiting to hear back from our, um, the final answer, but we've done everything asked of us. Um, obviously, get, we're like five months away from the championships. Um, it was set up as the world's first amateur LGBTQ boxing, world boxing championship. So... Um, it was a massive thing to me, and it was a massive thing, I suppose, to everyone else around the world. So what does the Q stand for? Queer. Uh, queer. Okay. I think, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it keeps changing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, everyone keeps adding a letter on, don't they? But, <laughs> yeah, no, so so that that's basically what it was. It was the world's first amateur. Um, <clears throat> done the ambassador bit, done the training. I had to start, stop the ambassador bit, start turning into a fighter. So I lost my... Um, uh, not lost anything, but we didn't have as much contact because I was doing being a fighter. Um, we'd done everything we had to do, and then it just sort of fell through our end because where it's the world's first amateur competition, then obviously it gets to the point where I'm with Steve. Steve knows the ins and outs of boxing, um, and his first question was, well, if it's an amateur uh, boxing championships, do you're going to need an amateur affiliation card. And obviously that's impossible in this country. Mm -hmm. um, so from that minute as, then- As a trans person, it's as impossible. A, yeah, as a trans person, it's impossible. It's actually in the rules. Um, I think it, it was 9.17 or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So we couldn't um, So we couldn't do that. So that was like our first hurdle. Um, Steve tried to speak to Harry and just tried to say if there was, uh, not uh, a way in, but just if there was a way we could conversate with people change and try the and change, change the, the way things work. Yeah, um, which was obviously, again, a bit of an ask. And we didn't push because I'm not here to be like, oh, you're a trans hater. I'm, it's not about that for me. It's just about rules, following them, finding a way around it. 
Before we go any further in the podcast, I would just like to thank the proud sponsors of Not Just Boxing. Not Just Boxing is proudly sponsored by Titan Boxing. Titan Boxing is a UK fast-growing boxing business. They do personalised gloves, pads, t-shirts, everything. They've got UK free shipping. Go check them out with the link on screen. Gymfluencers.com are proud sponsors of Not Just Boxing. They are the premier health and fitness website. There you can find supplement discount codes, freebies, giveaways, a macro calculator. There's all sorts on there. So go check them out at gymfluencers.com or check out their at on Instagram at gymfluencers.official. But we, um, what did we do? We, we spoke to the fella. Yeah. We had a Zoom meeting with Martin. Uh, obviously my concern was as soon, was I going to be allowed to, to go go over there yeah. uh, with, As my, a pro with, coach. My, with a pro coach yeah and um also this re registration thing um no sorry pro coach and i wanted to know what the format what the format was and that's when he said that new south wales australia were, were going to be officiating which then rung alarm bells obviously on the registration side and he said oh i'll, I'll find out about your license and then you know he came back and said everything's going to be fine but me, I like to see we need eyes to dotted, not, not T's, T's crossed. I like to see everything. I'm not going to travel all the way to Australia and then be told no. Um, so we made our own, uh, well, I made my own inquiries and it actually escalated up to Australia Boxing. And they sort of said, well, you know, they're going to get involved now. And they said we had every right. I had every right to be concerned, which again, rung alarm bells for me, you know, what's happened there, there was, was no, no trans policy and there still isn't they've just they've just well you spoke to martin last week yeah they've just submitted the trans the trans policy this um, is four months away from the championships you know it's um, not great for us you know we got to register with combat sport we've got to they won't accept a medical even if we follow the combat sport medical here they still want us to have a medical over there so we're not obviously going to travel there Pay the out other side of the world, and then you know find I mean? out that, that Danny's. You know, I've had boys in in amateurs. They've they've failed the medical. They've, they're fit. They've they've never had a problem. That he wasn't aware of this problem, and you know, God forbid. But that that we, we fly all the way over there, and you fail medical, like, and you've asked for sponsor sponsorship and everything. So it would mean, you know, I asked for Martin. He did. He sent through all the criteria. So we, you know, we still plan to have the the, the medical here, and then and then everything's fine. Go and have the medical over there. We had to register. We've uh, an organization called combat sport um so everything seemed o okay but um, then we did get a link we, we got told the information and there wasn't any direct but, links but there my, wasn't any direct my, um well my main concern is that i you know we're, we're dealing with this you know it's it's a world championship you know so we We've we started training it. properly i'm training at, my back out i'm breaking and, my own legs and <laughs> um, Obviously, it's like a box cup scenario in my eyes, naught to five, maybe six to ten, and then ten plus, or some other sort of formula with your weight categories. We need to know, you know, we've got Paul O'Neill, he does all the pros, nutritionists. You know, we're doing this probably. Paul says he can come down to 57 quite comfortably. Um, you know, he's currently sitting at 64, he's come down from 75. So it's all coming down now. He's, he's getting stronger. He's, problems with his weight and we there's no point in us bringing him down sorry to 57 
if there's no other competitors, say, under yeah, 63. So we've asked, can you tell us, we don't want names, we we've just want, a there's, few times. Four, there's four people in that category, three people, and then we can come down to that way. We don't know. And I said to Dan, you know, and then we, we see there's the um, quality, who's the Commonwealth, Ghanaian Commonwealth captain, 95 amateur fights and five pro fights. He wants to enter, and I think, well, who's going to fight? Who's going to yeah, fight him? You are, yeah. And then, you know I mean? and now they're talking about having matchmakers and guaranteeing two fights. And if there's no people there, you can do open sparring sessions. It's and all bit... of a sudden, the thing sort of disintegrates. It's not a world championship. It's a nice get together, which is a great concept. So the whole thing, and and don't get me wrong, yeah, I, Martin as you know the website he's worked, hard. He's worked very, very he hard worked from hard. it and maybe it's because of lack of maybe he's just not had lack of entries or i don't i don't know i'm not going to comment because i'm not going to you I'm shouldn't not... create a competition if the rules aren't already set yeah if you're, right. if you're going to have someone that's trans in an amateur competition when trans people can't compete in amateur Thank you, yeah. yeah it's meant to be a fun weekend we're having a fun weekend traveling halfway around the world it's you not, know and it's uh, a lot of money and you know i can't have conversations with sponsors if i don't have the answers to their questions and it just got too much too soon uh, yeah so and you go there and and have an open sparring session well we could have sparred at chinkford it's no there's no benefit i'm sure no one would want to come over from australia to have a little and two that's minute other, yeah, so, you know, so, and, that's in, and that's not me being rude so so anyway danny was very down he got very down when things started to not look good and that's when harry stepped in Harry Bazran and said, well, let's put our own one on. You know, I've put white collar shows on. Well, he does Let, great let's, shows let's as well, do, he does, let's, he does. Let's do a Europe, European. You know, I've been to Harry's shows, really good shows, very professional. Um, he even had two, he had, I don't know, two, two dwarves fighting, brought the house down, <laughs> you know. It, he has it, a right laugh. I'd yeah, pay to see that. Yeah, you know I mean? it was yeah, a great, yeah, it right was a great, but, but apart, apart from that, the, the other bouts have been good, the whole, thing the venue so he straight away jumped right on it didn't jumped he? on it and within about what a day he'd found two about, venues in brighton half hour. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. within half hour he'd been onto the pba and brighton's obviously the home of that's the, right yeah, yeah it's gonna, brilliant yeah, yeah it's gonna be so great we don't we so we got a meeting the 15th we don't we don't know we we're we're very po feeling very positive and of course it's all down to entries but i think you've probably got more chance of people in europe jumping on the ferry coming over to, yeah. to box and weekend. white collar there could probably be a prize as well maybe that's right so uh, fingers crossed we we, we, we you we'll know as there. i say australia we wish it all all well Definitely. but it's just too far it's too much to ask of with us. the possibility of sparring session mm. so <laughs> how many people for you um are in your category as as a trans male um, at, around your weight and experience, have you got um, many people on paper that you've already seen? Uh, do you know what? There's uh, there's a few in the UK. There's a couple. I think there's Jill, I don't. No, no, there's Jill. Gil, Gil, yeah. Jill. I don't know his second name. He's a French guy. Um, he trains at is it Rathbone? Yeah. I think he trains at Rathbone ABC. Um, he's, he's a good fighter. He's, he's, he's making yeah. his way through. He's trying to sort of make changes and. And developments and awareness really just on trans fighters he's been told he has to um he's been told he can't compete basically in the amateurs so he's trying to i'll i'll leave that to him but he's trying to basically make a way through yeah. um i don't know if could he that, is my could that be a potential opponent for you yeah, could, could yeah. be yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um so 
Everything's a possibility. There's a it's few. dipping your tongue, isn't it? Do you know That's what we what have we done? Think. I'll tell you what I have done. This is quite funny. So when I I started boxing and I got to Sparta and I got with Steve, there's um there's a pro trans fella in America called Patricio, and uh, I thought maybe me and him could have a bit of a dance at some point. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I hadn't even thought at this point. It was all, I was just living the dream. But with me, I whatever I say, I'm not just saying it. I create and I don't know how to do it, but I do. And I and I'm full fucking. I'm messaging him, and I just said, "How you doing?" Like, obviously, I'm brand new. He's a pro, but he's been a pro for three years, and he hasn't fought for two. So by rights, in a year's time, who's to say we're not on par? You know, I train every day. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what I sound like. You got to have that dream, haven't you? But there, there's the pro in uh, America. That is just a dream for me. So can you um, go pro as a trans male? What, what's the rules? Um, to be honest, I don't even know, mate. Don't I, know, I just yeah. live as a normal geezer. I don't. Mm. I know we're talking about LGBT stuff now. So and I think white collar is probably the best thing yeah. currently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The awareness and get the community. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm just enjoying it. If I'm honest, I'm 35 years old. But you do want competition. That's, I want that's, the, that's, I that's what you're in there for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and what, and uh, say, could, he's not even interested in trans. He, 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 Box men, um, you know. Box men, yeah. yeah. That disadvantage. Are you taking TRT since the transition and things? Yeah, are yeah you... I take testosterone every day. But are you um like obviously you're only getting like natural levels? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. What's that squared up to a, a regular like? Like so, male, like. so what it is right, for people that are going to be watching because they're probably going to think what the fuck we haven't got a clue yeah yeah exactly I didn't have a clue either until until I got there and, and realised I was a trans person it's mental I was just like I was like a little geezer bird before you know like when you get the girl at school that's better at football than everyone else <laughs> I was that girl do you know what I mean um, but yeah so I transitioned um, I take testosterone every day I was on injections at first um, I was taking four mil so it was like I was half in it doing one in each bum cheek every 11 weeks. Uh, so it's like an 11 week cycle, but I'd go to the doctors every three months and I have to have blood tests to make sure that I'm staying within the human range. Mm. So I am monitored. So even though people say, oh, he takes testosterone, they might it's have- There's no difference to no, natural I'm on your, I'm being sort of you, using you lot as a template. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but where I smoked when I first started my transition, this is like seven years ago, um, they said to me, Dan, you're going to end up with a blood clot because obviously the testosterone and smoke is no good. Um, so why is, that, why is, what, what's that all about? It then? just creates blood clots, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't even, I'm not going to lie and say I know because I don't. But um, it's just not healthy, obviously. So what I do now, I just take the gel every day. I don't smoke like I did at all. So, I'm, But I'm on that. I'm on the um, daily administration. I have to take four pumps. Uh, 16.2 milligrams so what you just rub it on your arms yeah just rub it on the bottom of my back every day when i get out of the bath and uh away i go it's like a 24 hour uh effect but i don't feel like i i don't feel under advantaged i don't know if that's my character though so i'm not going to speak for the majority of trans people but i feel what do you feel i'm quite strong yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm stronger than i look you know mm. i'll take him on the pads and i wouldn't say that he's punching power was any less than anyone else who's at 64 kilos. You know, I don't think, oh, he, he could punch harder. I'm quite hard. Yeah, he's quite hard punched, to be quite honest. Yeah, look, I feel like, um, and I'm not saying it because I'm shouting the mic in front of you and people listening. I'm going to well, say it, I'm I, probably stronger than the, I can, I can throw a better punch than most fellas. Yeah, if I hadn't, you know, if he, if he, hadn't, if he hadn't have told me, 
I'd be sitting here now thinking I was having an interview with, you know, a, 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 just a bloke. Yeah. So know, there's no, I've not seen any dif difference at all. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. over-administrate. I don't play with supplements. I don't, um, I don't miss about of anything really. I just take my daily thing. It's good that you uh, obviously you're tested where it's all within the natural range. Yeah, you've got that, to, that's you've got that anyone that's sitting home watching, well, they take testosterone. Yeah, yeah no, as soon as you have the understanding yeah, that, that it is like normal it, levels. And yeah. for Paul, it's been interesting for Paul for the nutritionist because obviously, <laughs> Paul O'Neill, yeah, yeah, you know, he does all his test testing on him, and and when you, he was saying that females they hold on hold on to fat. And he didn't know how the, the, the drugs the hormones, and hormones was yeah. all going to work. So what he did was he pitched, he pitched in the middle to see where they where it would come it up. Quite quickly, and, it? and it's uh, yeah. So for so Paul, are you, been a, are you a study case for him right now as well? Yeah, well, we yeah. think we, he hasn't said, but we think yeah, uh, no, if you're watching that's, Paul, that's, we know. Should, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, because I'm, it, I'm a little guinea pig to him. Yeah, I reckon, yeah. I reckon on the slide. Yeah. It, it sets the the route for a lot of other yeah. people. You know, if yeah. you look at Paul, I don't know if you've heard of Paul O'Neill, but if you yeah, it rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's he's, he's, he's working with every he's traveling around Hamza. He's with he's with a lot top top fighters, girls as well, but. I say with Dan, he, 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 I, I actually asked him because I said to Dan, you know, I just wonder if you are a bit of a sort of a, a conundrum to, to him, and, and we asked. And bit he of said, a task, he bit said, of a challenge. He isn't said, it? yeah, it's 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 interesting because so, when I've had female box on and things that like we spoke about the menstrual cycle and everything yeah. else and how the hormones you can't lose weight at certain times in a month. And oh really? So, I don't even know. So yeah, so yeah. For, for females it could be very tough, mm. and you'll peak over the month with with your hormones at certain right. times, and there'll be times when you have lots of water weight and yeah. the struggles that they go through as a male you'll never know unless right. it's there. Yeah. So it's quite new. Yeah. Um, but in terms of someone that's transitioned, with your basic genetics still there, yeah. no, no one still really knows, or what, you probably don't know your body correctly. Yeah. So yeah. being having having Paul do do the tests and it's really handy. Like yeah, he's, he's really teaching good. me a lot about my own body. Um, he's clever, and he he's really good at what he does. I love learning about my own, but it's good yeah. to know what your body does, why when you, you do can it. See the changes from what you're doing, simple little things, even water. Like just just loads of different yeah. like little bits that, that that really sort of make changes. Now I had they've taken pictures of me yesterday. I thought <laughs> I thought I thought I was like halfway to to, to I don't know. Yeah. But I say boxing's changed because it's more sign it's more scientific now. Well, you know when um, you know you just you know, get get a sweatsuit on, get running, do this, do that, train hard, cut your food down. And now, you know, when when I when Matthew Chander turned over, Adam was super featherweight as 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 an amateur, turned over, and I just thought oh, we go super, we go we do that again. But I knew he was too small for it, and we got Paul Paul involved, and straight away he said, "No, I can get him super bantamweight straight away." And I thought, "Oh, well, that's that's a big big job sort of thing." And and then suddenly I started feeling Matthew the weight was coming off. He was getting stronger, stronger yeah. at a lighter weight, punching harder. And, um, you know, we were coming down to super fly in the end. Um, you know, from super featherweight, where he looked pretty well-built yeah. uh, amateur. And poor, and, and, and uh, yeah, I was a bit suspicious. I'm thinking, you know, what, what's going on here? You know, is this, is this right, <laughs> the way we're dropping this weight? And um, Paul's got everything, you know, he's very calm. 
and I and I try. I was like I was like the swan. You know, I was like being calm, and my feet were like <laughs> thinking. Right. And he has all these graphs, and he shows you everything, and you think, oh, and you're stuck that this way, stuck at that way, and then suddenly it just comes down. Yeah, I feel stuck now. Yeah, and it just comes down just before, and then the final week you go into your test ways for you know the championship test ways, and it just goes bang. Bang! Everything it's come just a long way. slots. Everything just yeah. slots in and bang. They make the weight. They're not, you know, well, I can remember Ian Napper when we fought. We fought Jason Booth for the British and Commonwealth, and you know I'd seen Jason Booth on the TV, and we were at the weigh-in, and I'm sort of looking around, thinking, well, where's Jason Booth? And they announced Jason Booth, and this bloke sort of stands up I thought he was a little old man in the corner and he weighs in and I sort of looked makes eight stone whisks off obviously we was the challenger we're, we're in in the corner I'm looking and then I look as if it's like man mountain walking and I'm I said that can't be this like and he's just blown back out again yeah. like that you know them days of you can put on gone. about 15 pounds in 24 hours it's, well it's when we insane. had jason matthews jason matthews used to put on a stone overnight easy a stone overnight without you know he used to weigh in mid middleweight and god knows what he was the next night yeah. and and that was just that was not never jason matthews there was no sweating down it was all nat naturally Natural. hard training but then boom he just used to eat loads eat, eat Drink, he used to drink drink more, but he'll say it was never about we, we never ever. I'm totally against drying out, uh, just he just blew up, like you know. When he weighed in, he, he was like Mr. Universe, every sort of sinew was showing on his legs and everything. Yeah. And then, boom, he was, well, it's like, a bit like tonight that was cancelled. Hmm. Um, obviously, the rehydration clause for Chris Eubank Jr., yeah, he could have got seriously hurt. Yeah. against obviously Conor Ben that's been on whatever PEDs. Yeah, yeah he's took liberties doing that. It's, eh? you know, for for him to be on a rehydration clause, like let's say Chris Eubank goes in there and he's not 100%, yeah. which is probably going to happen. Mm. He he could have been seriously hurt, like both yeah. of their fathers have, yeah. put, you know. Well, I think, now, I think now you find out that the test results were known a while back. Two weeks and, ago. And, and Chris Eubanks was in the paper, wasn't he, senior, yeah. saying, I don't want my son to be fine. And everyone, stick, everyone was thinking he was talking about hype, trying to hype it up for the fight. And actually, he obviously knew what yeah. what was going on. And he already lost a son to a heart yeah. attack. Yeah. You know, and, don't and want to lose another one, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and Nigel and senior have both really hurt guys, life-changing <clears throat> injuries. So they should know better than anything else. And the fact yeah. that Nigel's been close with Connor this whole camp... Yeah. And it's blatant that he's hit all these PBs and he has been on whatever PEDs. Yeah. Like, for him and his dad to do that after his, what his dad has done in his career yeah. is outrageous. Yeah, it's not cool, is it? And, and the amount of boxing fans that are trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, this drug that he's got in his system isn't a random thing you get caught for in your yeah, food yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is a serious drug that yeah. people take at the end of a cycle. Yeah. And he was going to do serious harm tonight. Yeah. So I'm so glad it got called off. Mm. Like, yeah. yeah. I the... felt gutted. I said to Steve, I was like, I was becoming a right fan of Connor. Like, mm. I loved his work ethic. I loved the way he just, he trains, trains, trains. He's hungry for it. And he was someone that I'd speak to Steve about, like, and I'd say, oh, like, how he does the pads where he sustains the attack, comes back out. Like, all them little things, then to, to hear that he's done this, he just kicks you in the throat, mate. It just makes you feel like, if look how many kids look up to him as well. He just, he's, I feel he could well have just ruined his career here. Yeah. 
Yes. Well, I think I mean? he should. Yes. I think he should. I think the board of control should actually let let's see how strong they they are. Now. Right, it's not. There's too much money involved. Yeah, that's right. And this it's is money. the frustrating yeah, because thing. if this had been a lower, it needs to be about the boxing if, though. If, if that's it, what it needs to if be. If this about. had been a fighter lower down on the card, there'd be no two ways about it. It'd be it'd be out the door, and that'd be it. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to uh, see what let's see up. how strong the board are yeah. now. But, and what's crazy is all of the undercard. Like they, they could have salvaged this. They mm. could have got Chris Eubank Jr. in another, the last two yeah. weeks, another opponent. Yeah. And all of the people that have spent money Hotel on trains. Yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah. We've so, seen it, wouldn't we? I just, yeah, I, I think how Eddie Hearns handled this, for, for, he's one of the best promoters. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I have a lot of respect for him. But how he's handled this situation is disrespectful mm. to all the fighters involved. I've had to and switch off to it just because I can't follow. I can't keep up with who's saying what and doing what. I've been yeah. on Steve's phone about 300 times a day. Like, what's happening? Like, I'm trying to bring a bit of humour to it in some sense just to get over it. But I'm frustrated for for Chris, for boxing fans, yeah. for the, the integrity of the sport. Oh, yeah. has yeah, it's been It's an insult, mm. isn't it? It's a massive insult as well. And he, Connor had such a big opportunity. He wouldn't have got that opportunity with anyone else. And like, you do think he, he was scraping wins against Journeyman a few years back. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's blowing out Chris Van Heeren and all, yeah. all, all these big names. Uh, Chris Algieri, obviously. Like, the, he's had great it's knockouts. Great. Mm. So for him a few years ago to look subpar, look like an average fighter, to now be in, you know, nearly yeah. world class. Yeah. Um, it is blatantly obvious. It's, it's a shame because he did work hard before. I uh, feel he weird. still has worked hard. Yeah, he's yeah. just cheated. He's, yeah, and yeah. he's just cheated himself though more than anything because what, what, where does he go from here? You know, what's he, what, where does he well, go he, from he here? He shouldn't go anywhere. Four year ban, opinion. I think, yeah. at least. Bring him back past his, um, past his prime at least. How old is he now? What is he, 20, 26? He ain't that old, is he? No. no. Um, but then also, this is a great chance for them to reform some of the some of the UCAD and VADA testing. I think yeah. it needs to be more frequent, yeah. and VADA are the best Stricter. out there. Yeah. yeah, it needs to be more strict. Yeah. Um, and then there's arguments saying that like, oh, it's a voluntary thing, and this isn't. They all volunteer for it. Yeah. He's just been caught at a bad time. Yeah, and you can try and listen to their camp or whatever they're trying to salvage the argument for. It's black and white. You either took it or you didn't. Yeah. And traces of it, people think, oh, it's only traces. No. That like, meant it was there, mate. <laughs> yeah. 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 People need to understand. You can't argue it, can you? So yeah. It's just a shame. And like I say, I was a massive, massive fan of Conor Ben. I was getting buzzing for him. I just was so, when I, I'd talk about him fucking every other day. Like, mm. And now I just feel like I can't, you can't argue with what's right, with what's, with what's wrong at yeah. the end of the day. But yeah, more for him though as well because he's just let himself down massively, isn't he? And his his last two opponents are now also saying, yeah, yes, yeah, you know, what about us? Yeah. Something's not right here. Who's to say they weren't? Mm -hmm. Who knows? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We'll have to wait and see what this second test is, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be any different. Well, what's the chances that that B sample can easily be tampered with, mm -hmm. oh, or yeah. that there's there's so many ways that they can cover this just yeah. like they've covered so many drug cheats in the past yeah and and again it's it's a shame on all all the clean fighters out there must be thinking what about me yeah, yeah. i had a message do you know have you heard of the ginger rocket jamie robinson oh yeah 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 yeah. Hod Hoddleston, yeah yeah so he um he just lost the english title fight against billy at the start of the year okay. very close fight um but he had testicular cancer right. um He's he had all the surgery and that, but he, he oh, can't no, produce no. natural mass testosterone now and right. things. And a good friend of his messaged me straight away saying he doesn't take 
certain supplements and certain things because he doesn't want to be caught by the British Border Control. Oh, bless him. So he's just going out and, and yeah. putting himself right through it as well. And, bless and him. Massive respect to him. Yeah. He, he's at, he's fighting tonight, actually, but oh, he's at luck, that mate. disadvantage. Um, and he's doing his absolute best, and he's a great fighter. He's yeah. br brilliant, really good. He's the boy from Hoddesdon, isn't he? Um, so he's some, somewhere, it could be somewhere in London. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Saps. Uh, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. I, I don't know what gym, so you yeah, yeah, probably... Yeah. I look out so. for him. I like that. Though. Yeah. I like that. He's, so he's fought through that. He's fought through the illness, and now he's yeah. he's carrying on. How cool is that, though? Yeah, seriously. Like the amount of respect for him and, yeah. and for him to come short last time, but he's he's a very good domestic level fighter. Yeah. Mm. And imagine if he had all the stuff that Conor Ben was taking. It, it'd be Eddie Hearn's next cash cow, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just a shame how the sport's going. You see how the UFC used to be. Did you ever watch MMA like sort of five or ten years ago? Bit, bit. These guys were ballooned yeah. up. They were, yeah. they were knocking people out for fun. Yeah. And then they cleaned it up. Right. And now the UFC they can still have TRT and stuff in there. It's all natural levels. They can, it's all modulated really well, regulated. Um, but that's now the clean side of the sport and boxing is becoming a joke. We've yeah, got, you've got to keep it clean, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm I was a bit worried. I thought that was going to take over from boxing because you, you was having proper Mac, tough, proper tough fight. No one was ducking people. And whereas this, you know, there's all these championships, people duck, won't have him run out, you know, you know, we're still waiting for AJ and Fury, aren't we? And it's down to barristers and everything, stopping people or sponsors, stopping fights from going on now. It just, I was seriously getting worried that, you know, the UFC was just going to take over and boxing was going to get forgotten about. I think it sort of still is. Yeah. It is like in terms of the show and media coverage, like the, have you ever seen the embedded series on the UFC? No, no. So the week of the, the, the build up to the fight, they have these like vlogs. So you're in the fighters lives. You've got someone, it's not even a ranked MMA fighter. There's part of the UFC right. and you're seeing them do the ice baths. They're with their family. They're walking the dog, they're training. Yeah. You're seeing them as a person and a human being and you buy into them. As, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and they build it up through the week and you see all the world champions and all the Thank gyms you. going and the hard work. And, um, and then you get the fight night. So they really set the scene and it's, it's amazing coverage. And then in yeah. boxing, Unless you're like a Canelo and you can, yes. or like make the days count was really good with uh, Eubank Ben. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that was really good. But it's you have to be at the top of your level to get that type of coverage. Yeah, yeah. So I would love to do with this. That's what I was going to say yeah. now. This is what I mean with you, with what you're doing. I've told so many of the boys like, that I've met along the way in different gyms about you and that you're giving people platforms to speak. And I said that I'd introduce you, I'd throw a few names at you after. But it's, I just think it's nice, Dave, isn't it nice? Because yeah. it is every, since I've started boxing, obviously I used to watch it, but since being in the gym, I've realised how much it is hard work. Like, it ain't easy at all, is it? And oh, really? I feel like everyone should get that credit, you know, win, lose or draw or... How many times well, you train? Since that pyramid, isn't it? You know, the pyramid, there's that top little triangle where they're earn, earning mega bucks. Hundreds of millions. Then you've got that middle section, which is good domestically. And you think, oh, yeah, he's British champion, but he may only fight t twice twice a year. And he's still got to go out, he's still got to go out to work and everything. Yeah. Then you've got, the, there's probably another section, which is your selling tickets. Like, and then you've got your journeymen. Sometimes journeymen are earning more than that, that yeah. middle domestic they do, um, Brit most British right. level. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I remember years ago, you know, very rarely got to see, we was on a Frank Warren show at London Arena and, you know, Jason Matthews had absolutely hammered the life out of this kid. And and he actually, they'd, rather than dressing rooms, it was just a big lounge that opened up. And I was talking to him and I said, you know, 
what makes you what makes you do it? I said, you know, I'm saying this in a respectful way. It's the first time I've actually had the opportunity to talk talk to a journeyman. And, and, and he said, you know, I, I left school with nothing, uh, boxing. He said, I, I own, a, I, I own a, a car lot. He said, and at the end of the year, he said, I, I hope to do one more year and um, open up a car showroom. He said, what I do in the morning at the moment is I come home, put the bag down, wife washes it. Um, I'm at the car lot. I might get a phone call, you know, and get the bag and off I go. But he said, I want a car, an actual showroom at the end of it. And I would never, he said, I own my own house now. Would never have got it. And I thought, you know, there's people out there with belts around their waist still mm. renting know, and have yeah. nothing. Yeah. No, yeah, we have nothing. And, you know, I always remember uh, the John Kings, he was a cutsman. I said, how many fights do you reckon you have, son? About 20. And he went, 20? He said, if... If I don't have more than 35 to 40, I'd be disappointed. <laughs> Jesus, you're mm-hmm. getting like, yeah. you know, and, and even if you're, you know, copying, you know, I think a good journeyman's probably copying at least 1,500 every two but weeks. they've still got they? to pay coaches and yeah, fees yeah, yeah. and stuff yeah. themselves. Yeah. 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 yeah, but but my but respect for working, journeyman. But they're yeah. working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had a Dylan Draper. He was working as a bricklayer and then copying a nice little little wedge on a on a Saturday as well. But also, you're putting your health at risk, though, oh, yeah, as a journey. Yeah, yeah, and all yeah, it takes is that one good. good prospect. Oh, yeah. That's right. But they learn to survive, don't they? They survive. Mm-hmm. And move they, around, they call they it. get some good ones, yeah. though. You do get yeah. some good journeymen and all, didn't you? We, we saw, so last Friday, we're... Um, at York Call, and it was good. We men do videography. We got told last minute we couldn't do it, and um, that was a bit of a nightmare because obviously you hire, I hired a videographer and everything, and oh, no all, all went yeah pretty down the path. So was that the Ben Jones English title? Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but the one of them, so this guy Joe Giles, have you heard of him? No. So he was three and zero, good amateur, really good guy, but he got completely mismatched. It was against this guy that weighed in overweight. He, he was noticeably bigger. Wow. And this this guy stopped him in like on a few rounds, and uh, it was so hard to see. But like that that journeyman, whoever this guy was, he came to win, and yeah. everyone that was meant to be there to guide Joe on his path wow. let him down. Oh uh, yeah, you yeah. know he his manager, his coach, all these people they should have realised who they put him in with yeah. so early. Yeah, like. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. There's journeymen for a reason, oh, yeah, and that's right. the respect yeah. for all of these guys is huge. Because yeah, of course, they, they are they are the stepping stones for these guys. Oh, yeah. and without but, them, boxing would be nothing. Yeah, yeah. And, t- and they are they are tough men. Yeah, you yeah. know, tough men. They yeah. they you know, and you, you know, we've had a couple of them given when I Liam Dillon given our time, and one of them said, "You stared at me," you know, he said, "You stared at me," and I thought, "Why are you don't stare at me like that?" And he actually came. He was it. like, if there was a kitchen sink there, I think he'd have hit Liam with a kitchen sink as well, sort of thing. And it was a real proper tear up. And he, and he said he came and apologised. And he said, "Sorry, mate. I saw about. It. I know like it was meant to be. You know, just have a good sort of session." He said, "But you just looked at me in a certain way, and I thought." No, you're not. You're not going to look at me like that. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> that is good because some yeah. of these journeymen. I've seen some pro fights, mm-hmm. and some of these journeymen could beat these yeah, prospects early on. Yeah, yeah. And again, you're seeing how sort of corrupt it is. Yeah. Uh, these these guys. I saw one of them. I won't I won't name him, but he was winning comfortably, and then he had a little tick in his brain. Like, oh wait, I can't win. And you just see him go against the ropes, tuck up, yeah. and just let the guy throw some shots at yeah, you. Like, yeah. man, this is this is not right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, that's the sport. That and we I think people possibly, don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think you know, when we had Sky Show every single Saturday, you started to see our 
not I'm not going to say corrupt, but our people were getting padded records, um, and our people started to get bored bored of it because you knew before you know you knew before the fight who was winning. Mm-hmm. It gets predictable, um, so, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So now yeah. I think the fact that it's slimmed down, it's slimmed down a bit. It's it's sort of getting a bit regenerated. Yeah. But I think it got a bit stale, sort of in the early 2000s late 90s when it was every single week and yeah um it just got too it got too much too predictable condense it yeah well, the the good thing now so there's a lot of good small hall shows like yeah. the one last week there were three title fights yeah. this guy jordan perkis it was his fifth fight southern yeah. area champion he yeah. had a 10 round war yeah. with this other guy that had way more experience than him yeah and it was a great fight to watch and you yeah, just think, well that's his fifth fight and yeah, he yeah. won um, but every time that you thought he was going to knock this fella out, the guy just come back every yeah, single yeah, time. Yeah. And you just, this, it was exciting. It, yeah. it was, it was like the whole of York Hall was screaming for him. Wicked. And um, that it's so good. But then the coverage of these guys, again, this is like, this platform can be so much more as I'm working on, but the coverage of these guys, they're great talents. They're taking risks. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're not choosing the easy route. No. Martin yeah. McDonough won by knockout. He was losing the fight, I think against Connor Marsden, who's, who's a good boxer, and um, got a knockout in the last round. But Martin's taken risks in his, in his career early on. He lost to Harlem Eubank, who's an amazing fighter. Um, so hats off to even taking that fight. Yeah. Um, and he also lost to Danny Darko in a title right. fight. And he had noticeably the man's strength. And he, he, mm. he, there was, it, it was levels to the game. Yeah. And Martin wasn't ready for it. But he... He took the challenge. He had a go. And, yeah, he had a yeah. go, mate. And, That's and, what it's about. And, isn't it, and the yeah, thing is, yeah. hats off to there, him. There's some fights of the season on these shows, and they just don't get the recognition because it's not televised. People don't see it. You know, I, I had Matthew Chander versus Duke Mika for the Commonwealth title, and it was a you know barnstormer, twelve rounds. The Board of Control said that's that is fight of the year, but no. <laughs> Did you get fired a year? No, you didn't even get a mention. Mm-hmm. And if you got, then this is again about the border control. These small hall gra- is the grassroots. It's not just about the big shows. You know, yeah. I've worked with Steve Goodwin now for six years. He puts a great a great show on. He's a great. Prom- he's, you know, I'm not going to say great when he isn't. He's a great promoter. He's, he's honest. You sit down and you say X, Y, and Z, and he'll say to you straight away, "I can't. We can't do that at the moment." blah blah he'll give you perfect reason why and then when he says he's going to deliver something bang he delivers it straight away and the these promoters you know if he could get a tv deal mm-hmm. you know he'd he'd be pushing a lot of the other promoters as far as i'm concerned why are they not because you look at channel five tonight yeah sam eggington's a good fighter obviously but mm. channel five a lot of the boxing is it's, it's not good no and and you do have these good small hall uh, promoters like yeah. even tm14 i've been to two of their shows now both shows have been great yeah um they they deserve more media coverage and even when we tried to turn up it got slapped in our face because there's so many dinosaurs in boxing there's so yeah. many wrong people in the management and everything else that they they want it to keep they want to keep it how it is so they can keep their income and yeah. it's it's a safety net yeah. whereas it needs to progress if yeah. it doesn't progress boxing's going to die out in a positive way as well like what you're doing it, you know? But it's not positive for these people no, to make you a living it, off it, other guys. It's no, no, not no. a close. Positive it's a closed shop. It's a closed. You know, years ago it used to be Mickey Mickey Duff, didn't it? And Frank mm-hmm. Warren had to get a circus tent because he couldn't get a venue in in London and things like that. It it was like a 
mini mafia, wasn't it? And, yeah, and then, it sort of, then it sort of expanded out. But now th 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 those people are sort of holding on, on onto it. It's ruining the sport, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah, really I'd is. Say that when you go to something, you know, Steve Goodwin shows, they're so professional. I don't know if you've ever been one. I need to go. Big, no, I haven't. You'll call big screens and, and the, the boys' faces up and videos of him, you know, the music actually played on time for the entries. You know, I've been, I'm not going to say what, but I've been a big yeah, promoter. Right, I, I yeah. went to his show and the music starts when they're just about climbing up the steps to get in the ring and it stops. And I was, you know, I was quite quite shocked by how sort of poor sort of production it was. And, and I do think the production is part of the audience participation yeah. and to get the, the crowd going. And, and your call... Well, I don't think there's a better venue. That, you know, when your calls, you know, even for the amateurs, when they used to have the Northeast Divis Division Championships there and London Finals there, you won't get a better ven you know, venue. The crowd on that balcony mm -hmm. leaning yeah, over, word, it's proper it? sort of coliseum stuff, and it's it's a great it's a great atmosphere there. But again, you, you don't you don't get any sort of coverage for these for these people, and these boys are selling, you know. They're selling tickets, the, the, you know, the promoters, they, they, they've got to sell so many, so many tickets. And uh, yes, yeah, rightly, you know, it's not a charity they're running. They're, they're putting a show on. They, they've got to try and, you know, we, we know they make, they, they've got to make some money. Otherwise, they're not, why are they in the business? They've got mm -hmm. to make money. But likewise, you want the, the boys to make money. And I just, I do feel sorry for these. And, and, and it's going to get harder, isn't it? You know, not being funny, gas bills, this, that, and the other. These boys have got still got to try and sell tickets, and you worry about grass grassroots actually starting to dissolve away again because yeah. be, because just money is so tight for people. Yeah, well, cost of living, paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. You, you'll hear British champions still yeah. living paycheck yeah. to paycheck, yeah. and you are relying on every last sponsor. You've got scaffolding companies that no one's ever heard of just paying for their food put on the table, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's just in the hope of they get their break. Yeah. Yeah. And how many people get their break at the end? Not many. Yeah. So I think promoting them from the start and having, having a good platform like this, um, it needs, it needs to grow. Cause there's so many good talent. There's, there's so much talent out there that won't sell. Yeah. If you can't sell tickets, tickets like Mikey McKinson, he didn't make money for his first 10 fights. If you can't, sell tickets what are you like, doing, yeah. yeah then you can't do it it's like um, you need a bit of help to sell the tickets though like you say with mm -hmm. a bit of promotion behind you it helps doesn't it yeah it helps the boys you know i haven't you know I, i've and not girls. taken i've not taken money off of fires because you know they sell their tickets Let, let's just say 500 quid gives me 50 quid like it drives me I, mad even I, I ain't gonna, gonna I ain't even i'm not even gonna fill my car up for 50 quid now so you, he might as well have the 50 quid to to help him out for the next next training and and i don't know i, I don't know where it's gonna go it's quite mm -hmm. it's not scary but it's, it's i feel it's quite unfortunate for these boys as you say real talented boys who may not have the pedigree for like a gb fight or anything like that or ABA champion, but they're still talented. They still could do things in the pro. Their only opportunity is a small, small hall promoter, and it's down to selling tickets. And it, and if you don't sell a ticket, you don't get you don't get on. Yeah. And and if you don't sell enough, you'll get dropped down in rounds. Yeah, yeah. So the amount of time someone's going to do an eight rounder, yeah. and they drop down to a four rounder yeah, because yeah. they only sold you know X amount. Yeah. yeah. yeah what um... what is the solution to it? Do you think maybe having someone like Eddie Hearn and Frank Warren focus more on the small hall shows more often? Do you like, cause more money obviously needs to be passed down 
yeah, yeah, maybe that could well, be. Well, maybe there's some sort of, I don't know, is there a le- perhaps a levy or something that they can be, the board can put on them that is then fed down to the to the grassroots level of, of professional boxing? I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, ben Shalom's pretty good, obviously, taking on boxer. I think the more competition with bigger promoters... Yeah brings more opportunity for fighters yeah. so well, having someone like boxer come out of nowhere it's um that's positive well yeah, steve goodwin's good. managing to start get feeding some of his fighters through okay through to that that's so good. that that's that's a good avenue and um, then just being on sky every week it doesn't have to be pay-per-view no. just getting them on sky every week yeah. Getting, yeah. getting them seen just getting their faces out no, there, wouldn't, I, I remember like years ago when when sky first started they used to have an american show called fight night at the forum and it was small hall shows and you was watching and some of the fights were quite you know not no not quite good they were very good and you'd never you know i i, I used to write some of the names down and then try and find out where then never got anywhere but it was good so you know sky could do um a steve goodwin show on a friday on a on a friday night and go up go up north do one there go down to i think plymouth they have some shows on down move around start to show that there are other small hall and there are other fighters who are good given the profile could get better mm-hmm. and and do it that way and the audience knowing that yeah. these aren't world champions yeah. but they're at their level and they're going to put on a good performance well, that's all that matters well you'll get celebrating proper bo- proper people who pr- appreciate boxing yeah right because let's face it a lot of people go to boxing because they want to see a knockout uh, casuals yeah that's it they go in you know i was quite you know you don't where you're in the dressing room you don't notice it but when you actually you know i can remember going to um nasim versus billy hardy and the emian was empty and then suddenly because they're all in the bars and then the main event comes on they all come in yeah, watch yeah. it and they all disappear again and you know you get I think if you had the small hall on the TV, it would be for the purest people that like watching the te- mm-hmm. technical side of, of boxing and understand the, the hard graft of, of boxing. It's not all glitz, earning hundreds and thousands of millions of pounds. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes you're earning like you have to sell, you're earning 150 quid or something because you haven't sold, in, you know, you've only sold just about enough tickets and a little and a little bit more. You know, and uh, yeah, that, that that's something that could possibly you know go ahead, just spin it around the country. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I've had some. You know, I was involved with Dylan Draper, a journeyman, and you you go up north and you know where, where was we? Um, Manchester uh, in a small. What a great show that was! Stoke, that um, you know that was a a real great venue. It was like, very similar to York Call, not without the balcony it was a town hall what a great atmosphere you know stoke so there's places out there that are generating such a great atmosphere and that would that would generate across across the the, the tv you know yeah. uh, and the media uh, coverage you yeah. get you get the main events of these guys and and let's say you just put together 50 50 fights that's what people want to see as well you don't want to see journeyman against yeah. obvious winner yeah. for the whole card mm. so if you had three to five 50 50 fights yeah. that are bigged up every week 
then it doesn't matter what standard it is. People yeah. are going to be excited. It's going to be a war. Yeah. It's going to be close. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. The anticipation and to have the media coverage of these people before getting their personalities out there, yeah, be great. letting letting them know oh, I train at this gym. I have I wake up at five every morning. I have a coffee. Yeah. Oh, this is my rest day. I'll go play golf. You know, yeah. show it. Show yeah. what they do. And then when people see that for the week, yeah, and cool. they and they tune in online, by the time they're watching the fight yeah. you've bought into that guy yeah yeah or girl. You, know, you know him yeah, yeah. yeah you feel you, like you, you know him you've yeah. invested yeah. You or, know or, I mean? or, or yeah. realize that a boy let's just say who's at area level is getting up going for a run and then going working as a build on the building site all day and then Showing going to train then training at night time and show what the reality is it's not glitzy glam you know what that I'd rather watch that more yeah. Than, yeah. than a world champion training for his fight right now because you yeah. know what they're doing. You yeah, know what yeah, they're doing. Yeah, You've already yeah. seen them in the gym every day. Yeah. 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 I've, yeah you, you're onto something there. I, yeah. I'd love to start shooting stuff like that. Yeah. For sure. And um, fingers crossed that the shows keep coming because the one like last week, if there's more of those regularly, then yeah, they do need more. Uh, into boxing, they were doing the live coverage. That's why we couldn't film. Yeah. But um, they they were filming quite a lot and they've actually sort of been a bit better than watching Matchroom with all this rubbish going on. So, um, yeah, there's other avenues. It's just trying to push it out there, really. Yeah. And then obviously back to um, trans boxing and things, trying to, for you guys right now, trying to get the reputation of it and to build a platform. Like, well, you've got the community there. You just now need to get that first well, show. For and... me, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, for me, it's not even the trans boxing. Like we've, I know we've spoke a lot about it. I'm, I, me, personally, in my life, on my route, I fight men. I fight normal born men like yourselves. Um, so that's my route. I do the LGBT stuff because I am trans and I'm aware of how hurt I was through my life without being involved in activities and sports that I wanted to be involved in. So I use my character and my story to open up the doors for other people just because I'm so aware there is loads of people like me. Um, there is loads of trans people. We exist. We're, it's not a fashion. It's not a, a decision. We're born like it. And I believe that everyone should be able to take part in some sort of sport. But for me personally, I'm going the, the Sparta route. Mm. Um, and we're going to carry on with our shows, aren't we? I've got my next fight in December. Um, we had a look at the fella yesterday. Mm. Um, yeah, like, I'm looking forward to... I'm just trying to fight as Danny. Um, I'm, all, I'm definitely trying to... Uh, create spaces for other trans athletes, 100%. What advice have you got for these people? Uh, for the athletes or mm -hmm. for the the watchers? The trans, both. Well, for the athletes, for anyone in my position, I say have conversations, walk into gyms, um, fight your fears because it's, not, it's only scary for about five seconds. You walk into the gym, you'll be so surprised of how many people are supportive that are not part of the community. These lot in this gym, there's not a gay geezer in the gym, there's not a trans, until I came and invited people. It was predominantly just a... And it weren't because trans people ain't allowed or gay people ain't allowed, it's just that's how it was. And if I can get welcomed, other people will be able to get welcomed. So we just keep telling our story and hope that other gyms, now for the watchers this is, yeah, for other gyms, for other sponsors, for other nutritionists, for, for other people that are heavily set in their jobs to maybe give a trans athlete a chance because 
like we just said about women's boxing, in 10 years' time, there's going to be a division. There will be a division, and I, and I strongly well, I'm believe sure that. in the Olympics and stuff, there will be there at some will point. Be. Yeah, and, we'll... I, and that's for what we're aiming for change. I'm trying to normalise the whole trans thing. People, people run away from what they don't understand. And I get that people don't understand trans people. I do get it. But we, we are alive and we do exist. And I don't think that we should be closing doors on trans people just because we think, oh, you're tranny or... Do you get what I mean? Like, we're still yeah, people. If people I'd... have had... There's all sorts online. You get that one person that people want to make a statement out of, that yeah. one bad egg like yeah. you would get in anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And for that reason, it, it's tarnished as well. It's, stigma. There yeah. is, there is. And to, to break that and to just realise you're a regular person. We're just people. Yeah. If I didn't tell you, if I didn't reach out when I see you shout and explain my story, you wouldn't have known that I was trans. No, you wouldn't have known I was no, trans. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I've got know. quite a good trans radar, by the way. No, but I just live as a normal geezer. I, I just, I just, you know, I, I don't... You don't think you say, of say, like we, you know, we was out for, we was out for the run, you know, I'll I, I say, oh, go, go, yeah. go. so we're out for a run, <laughs> all right, we're in the middle of, you know, we're running up here and he goes, oh, I'm dying to go to the toilet. So I said, well, piss up, a, piss up a tree then. So he goes, well, I can't, can I? Fuck so, I mean, Steve. what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you can't? Like, piss up a tree, yeah. Well, I can't. And I went, what? And they're like, oh, yeah. So like, have you not got a... Uh, I've not got me Willie yet. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Danny Nobob. Thought... Danny, Danny <laughs> 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 Yeah, so, you know, and I'm like looking at him thinking... What are you talking oh, about? We have you a laugh, don't we? Yeah. We, we do have a laugh. Know, That's things... good though, because the amount of uh, the amount of groin shots you'll take in boxing, yeah, yeah. it's pointless having one. To yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. nothing worse than a shot to I the still nuts. I wear it just for effect. <laughs> yeah. so, just, 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 just to give him that false confidence. Yeah, yeah. You know, to Dan's credit, you know, we've, we're running on a, on every so many Saturdays a trans trans session. We, we've, yeah, we do it for the families. We, that. We've we've got um, he reached out to a young lad called Grayson, twelve years old, Wolverhampton. His yeah. dad and family travelled down from Wolverhampton. Dad messaged me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For That's advice. Nice to hear. Um, Je Jesse from Canvey Island. Yeah, Jesse. He, he's sixteen. Six, sixteen years old. Com trains. Comes and and trains. We had Gil. Gil uh, yeah, we've got Jill. He's a French yeah. trans fella. Uh, got Zach. Zach just started coming. Got uh, little uh, Bailey coming though this week. My friend's yeah, little trans yeah. son. It's They're good that there's growing. a community. And, and, and what was good, they came in and they was a little bit apprehensive. You know, they're only young. And, some of them, do you know what I mean? And now, it's 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 fun for them. And for me, money couldn't couldn't buy that. You know, I feel, I look at them and they're just having we a good time. Them, mate. We don't charge them, mate. We don't charge them, do we? And they are decent, boxing-wise. Yeah. They, they each, you know, not, they, they've come in. Um, they've got little arms and legs, mate. And, do you know what I mean? They, they can do they, it. They, right. they, are, they, are bo they are boxing. We're not, we're not playing it. We're, tra we're training them properly. Yeah. And they're, and they're, Little Jesse got in with you the other day, didn't he? Yeah, and we had to move around. Yeah, and they're, 16 they're years old. Progressing. Never... Jess, I called him the silent assassin because he never said anything. He just sort of looked, didn't he? Now he's... Now, now he's coming he's, out now of he's, himself. Now he's having a... It must be so good chat. to see them grow as a person. Yeah. And, and laugh. And, and now, obviously, I don't want to isolate. So we started off with that, that group, and that's grown. What I'd like to do next is maybe Get bring him in earlier so... They maybe catch the last forty-five minutes when the gym's full, so we can get them in and the they feel a bit more comfortable, else. and then just fully in because I didn't want to smash them straight into, 
you know, and Jim them, them being a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, the, our Jim's, you know, there were some characters. Yeah, we've got a funny old Jim. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> you, I wouldn't want to do that. And um, but they've been it, great. It's, it's good, and it's great, and it's and it's growing. And I say Zach came last week, yeah, and I took him another session this week, and you know, I said to him, I'm actually not just in, in loving training, yeah. Impressed. It's I'm, impressive. I'm impressed. I'm impressed by you, sort of thing, you know. So we we we're um, Dan. Dan has opened up a door for people, and Dan should take a lot of credit for that. Oh, thank you. Um, We've got a documentary team as well working with us, doing our story. We've got about six documentary teams that's got onto us. We've picked one, but we've also. Um, obviously expressed that the families and the kids come down because I feel like that's something so cool for these kids. They can go, oh, watch me on the telly or watch me on Channel 4 or whatever we yeah. end up on. Uh, and, and the they story, love it, they? and we don't want trans boxes. No. We want, we want Dan's story of, of his anguish, anxieties, desires, everything that he had to fight for to get I was an like upset a, child, man. I was so upset as a kid. The like, comfortable, this comfortable area, he feels comfortable coming into a gym as as Dan. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm the only one with, with my top rest. off and that. And I, like, I don't. Oh, they make me feel so comfortable. It's, 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 it would be stupid for me not to welcome others in, you know, and get to feel what I feel off of them. It's magic in there, mate. In the gym, it's magic. I go there now, like it's a youth club. Mm. <laughs> you know, like when you're young and you used to go up to the youth club with your mates. That's what Again, I feel like that, now. That's what our country's been missing anyway oh, with yeah. all the cuts. So yeah. I think what you guys are doing is amazing. Well, thank you mm. so much. Yeah. And thanks for having us, mate. Yeah, it's, right. yeah. it's been a pleasure, pleasure. having you on. And um, I look forward to catching up with you guys. I'll probably come down for your fight as well in December. I'd love you to. Yeah, yeah. that'd be wicked. Wicked. Nice one. We'll get you Cheers. some tickets.